0: Welcome back guys to another round table. My name is Adam with me. I have Victor. Hi everyone. And today you have a very special guest all the way from SGX RECO. His name is Yong Meng. You're the vice president of uh, security surveillance. So welcome. Yes. Hi, hi, hi Adam. Hi Victor. Thanks right. for having me here. So thank you for being here today. We're going to talk about pump and dump in the stock market. So I think this is a, uh, you know, stuff like that happens in the stock market. We want to you know people fall for that. Uh, and we want to find out, you know, what, this pump and dump is you know any examples in singapore and your role in you know catching these scammers i would call them that and how we can actually avoid you know these uh pump and dump scenarios so to you know save our money and stuff like that okay so before we dive into all of that tell us a bit more about your you know sgx red code very briefly and what you do
1: yeah, so my name is Yong Ming and I'm from the Singapore Exchange Regulation, SGX Red Co. in short. Um, the organisation, SGX Red Co. is an independent subsidiary of SGX, which undertakes the frontline regulatory functions. And I'm from the equity surveillance team. So the surveillance, the role of surveillance, um, the function in Red Co., uh, monitors trading activities uh, of instruments that are listed on SGX securities and derivatives market. Mm-hmm. Its primary goal is to uphold market integrity. And as part of doing so, uh, we aim to detect market misconducts um, as well as breaches of the other HX rules and the relevant laws of Securities Futures Act. And that kind of uh, brings us back to um, what this uh, pump and dump is. Right. right,
0: so yeah, maybe some of you know, people who uh, don't really know what a pump and dump is, for well, those who don't know, tell us really quickly what a pump and dump is.
1: Yeah, um, pump and dump itself, um, it can actually take various forms. uh, But typically, it involves a scammer or a group of scammers trying to artificially inflate share prices through the dissemination of false or misleading information um, so that they are able to actually get out or benefit um, from selling at higher prices. Mm -hmm. So once they start selling uh, and prices start to fall, the investors are then left to hold on to the losses. And that kind of a cycle is what we probably see as a pump and dump.
0: Yeah, I think we've seen quite sometimes quite a few times, a few yeah. times yeah. actually. Yeah. So I think uh, why don't you go through the phases of you know a pump and dump? I think that's, that's kind right. of what it is. Uh, but how do we identify one? You know, through its phases and all that. Well, it's called
1: a pump and dump, uh, but um, most often uh, there's usually an initial phase that we call it the luring phase. Mm-hmm. You know, in order for such a scheme to work, right, um, you would need a pool of potential victims. And, And so they usually start off by casting their net really wide Um, in order to gain the trust of as many potential victims through various methods. Uh, One of the ways that they can go about doing this is to build on personal relationship. So for example, they could send private messages um, and over time they build rapport and gain the trust of these potential victims. Um, If you notice, that's actually what we see uh, for some of the stock scams that happen overseas. Mm -hmm. Um, But if um, you can imagine, it can be quite time-consuming to actually reach out on an individual basis. So on the other spectrum of this, um, the scammers could also make use of mass chat groups um, to build reputable profiles um, in order to gain as many followers in the shortest time possible. Mm -hmm. Um, If I may illustrate this with an example, I think here is a mock-up telegram chat group where Scammer A is the main guru here. Uh, and if we d- dig a bit deeper into the chats, right, uh, you could see that Scammer A is actually not only that he's working with Scammer B, um, they have also created multiple clones of themselves in the form of A1, B1, and B2. And that's really to support the impression that Scammer A is uh, a good spotter of price trends. I mean, end of the day, um, the, what they're trying to achieve and their goal is really to make the potential victims believe that um, by following on Scammer A's call, um, the trips would seem extremely profitable. Yeah, I think
0: I've, I mean, I can kind of get the idea, but how do these people fall into these chat groups in the first place? How do they, you know, just decide to, okay, I'll join this chat group. And I don't know, everyone's a stranger there, and I'm after a while, I, okay, I'll trust whatever you tell me. How does that work? Because I find it so, I, I would say touch wood it shouldn't happen to me, but how does it happen? How do people fall for that? Yeah, I know what you are trying to drive at because I myself I get
1: this kind yeah. of messages as well, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, so you have to be careful. But but really, like um for this particular chat group um um it originated from um, traditional forums such as the the, share, uh, the online share forums. Mm-hmm. So as, as it was, they were using it as a platform to share information and knowledge. They kind of migrated um, to this telegram chat group. And the intention is still the same where mm-hmm. they want to share information and knowledge about the Singapore stock market. So, nothing wrong with that. Um, But as time passed, um, there's just this handful of individuals that saw the opportunity and tried to make use of it um, to carry out their schemes. I think think
0: I've also seen scammers impersonating reputable brands and kind of saying, hey, you know, then people kind of mistake, you know, that scammer for that company or for whoever it is, and then they trust him. So just for the record, we have a Telegram chat group, but we don't share anything there. All right, so <laughs> we just share articles and all that. So if you ever see you know, a chat group that says buy this or buy that, we never do that just to make sure. Uh, so yeah, people come into like chat groups or forums or whatever channel there is. Basically, they, they just learn to trust the scammer over time. Yeah. Okay, then what happens next?
1: That's right. So so um, after going through the various efforts in trying to um, gather potential victims, right, I think the next phase is what we call as the pumping phase, mm-hmm. uh, which is where the real action starts in the stock market. Um, before the scammer actually get uh, their people to pump up the share price, um, they would first need to accumulate and get their positions uh, on the shares that they are targeting at prevailing low prices, right? And at the same time, they would enter sell orders at higher prices in anticipation of a success, successful share pump up. Mm-hmm. Um, so usually all these shares are more illiquid is it? Or yeah you could say that um, I mean the 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 lower price yeah. and the, the more illiquid kind of stocks I mean you would take a different kind of a cash outlay in order to uh, achieve the same kind of a target price movements right. Okay got
0: it. Yeah right. So, so yeah they, they basically yeah. push the price
1: higher uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So so the next step that they do um, is that they will then start uh, create um, some kind of excitement in the social media platforms, as well as building hype around this stock. So by this time, right, the vic- the potential victims that were taken in by the earlier luring phase, um, they will start to wonder, is this the right time mm-hmm. that I should get into? Um, w- would I miss the boat if I go in too late? Those kind of things. So they, they start to feel pressurized um, in um, getting in similar positions. And, and that's where the buying pressure starts to pile up. And as more people pulse in, um, the price would start to increase. And that's kind of uh, characterizing the pumping phase.
0: Right, So I think a lot of it is just kind of like playing on human emotions, you know, like FOMO, fear of missing out. Because, I mean, there's so many things that we always talk about on our channel about it. so many things you need to do before you buy anything because you need to really understand. You're basically getting married to a stock in a way if you buy it for long term. Yeah, that's right. And there's so many things to look out for, but sometimes just emotions come into it, they don't understand what it is, but you, they see the stock prices going up, they just they just give in and they just buy. And it, and it happens, it happens a lot. Yeah, right. yeah, okay. yeah, right. All right, so once the price goes up, and then I guess the dumping then happens. So how, how do, how you know how do the scammers get out? How do people know? Finally, oh my God, I got scammed. You know how what happens?
1: I think what, one of the common thing that we observe is that for the scammers, um, they they would usually proclaim higher target prices in the chat groups, um, as compared to their target selling prices as okay. their price of their sell orders. So here um, in this chat. Uh, this mock-up chat I think we could see that um, the group um, they have claimed that they are targeting for a target price of 2.7 cents for the stock but in fact um, they have actually already went in and get their sell orders ready and queued up at 2.5 and 2.6 cents. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's in a way that uh, once prices start to move, they'll be able to sell at higher prices before everyone else does. Mm-hmm. So that's the way that they get out at higher prices. And this last phase of selling is what we know as the dumping phase, mm-hmm. uh, where prices start to I mean revert due to the selling pr- uh, pressure.
0: Okay. Yeah. So eventually, there are basically no more buyers to fan the flames and then… That's yeah, it. The there's, there's, there's yeah, people it comes, yeah. are left holding the bag and then it just, yeah. it just comes down. That's right.
1: So I think broadly, um, that's how the, pumping and the pump and dump broadly categorize um, as the luring, pumping and dumping phases. Mm-hmm. And I hope and I believe that these patterns can help investors in recognizing such scams.
0: All right. So the, the luring phase I think is I think crucial to this whole thing because it's where the trust is built. Yeah, um, right. And it's always good to be a skeptic. I mean, yeah. there's so many things that we talk about on our channel as well. it's like, it's good to question yeah. us as well. Yeah. You know, we have our opinions, you have your opinions. Yeah. Always good to do your own due diligence. Uh, so any infamous examples of pump and dumps in Singapore?
1: Uh, I think this came really timely because as recent as December last year, uh, a case was brought to court where the suspect was charged for making false statements in a telegram chat group that had the effect of inducing other members of the group um, to purchase in shares that he had helped. Mm. Um, he was eventually fined um, 350000 and sentenced to 19 months jail.
0: So do you know how many people were in that particular chat group? You know how many people were, I guess, scammed.
1: Yeah, in fact, it was over a thousand. But I probably wouldn't tell. Like, I mean, wouldn't be able to tell how how many how many were scammed. But the the strength of the chat group was in in more than thousands.
2: Yeah. I think sometimes people when they join the Telegram group chat. They just believe whatever the person just posts. Right? Mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, we we as investors, we also have to question ourselves, you know, whether, mm-hmm. why, why are we making the money? Why it's only specifically for this 1000 people making? Why not other people? Why is it so good? And why does he want to share me the information, right? I think that's the question that most people should ask, but then they don't ask, they just get laid all in. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I think right. these, these yeah. scammers, I guess they're brilliant in their own way, yeah. in the way that they can convince people yeah. to come like, join, come and come along with me for the ride. How do they, you know, you know, hoodwink all these kind of, you know, these people, how do they do it? I mean, it seems like they have a certain level of charm or something. Right.
1: (laughs) I I think before I go into that, like, um, I'll I'll say that technology played a part in shaping the way these scams are being carried out. Um, You know, in the past, uh, where people want to share information and views, um, they go to the traditional um, forums, such as the online share forums Mm -hmm. and stuff. But as as technology advance, the more, uh, the platforms that are more quicker in terms of reaction time, such as uh, WhatsApp, chat, as well as Telegram chat, they start to surface. But if, you, if used in, uh, in the wrong way, uh, it can be pretty hazardous as what we have seen in this Telegram um, chat um, case. Mm-hmm. So in this case, um, what the suspect did was that um, he actually gained many followers um, in the chat group and he used strong statements uh, to mislead others. Um, his false statements included overstating target prices, uh, his target prices for the securities that he held, yeah. So what he would do is that he would um, typically purchase shares, mm-hmm. and thereafter promote the stock on the Telegram chat group. And as part of promoting, he overstates his target price such that uh, he's able to draw attention from others. And when prices start to go up, he's able to sell at higher prices before everyone else does. Okay. Yeah. In addition to that, he had also worked with other individual as well as created Elias in the Telegram chat group um, in order to create like the kind of uh, support and credibility as part of the luring phase that we have uh, mentioned earlier. All
0: right. So the aftermath of this is basically the share price basically was came down it was dumped that's right and and investors were left holding the bag
1: Right, but as SJX uh, when we detected this or when we saw this, um, it was uh, we had to like refer the case to the authorities. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think it's equally important that the public needed to be made aware about this mm-hmm. so that they avoid falling for such scam, right? Yeah. Um. So very shortly after, as Jags Co went out with a regulatory announcement in December 2020, um, to warn the public about our observations, mm-hmm. um, I think eventually the suspect was found guilty. Um, but I think the prosecution of this case kind of shed light to many about how such stock scams actually actually work mm-hmm. and it kind of serves as a deterrence as, as well as a public education to create more awareness all
0: right I think uh, like you mentioned just now you know when fishy behavior like this surfaces yeah. sometimes I mean it, it's it's random I mean things pop up how do you detect it how do you know like hey there's something going on right here and what are the preemptive measures that you can you know take to kind of like hey, stop that, we look into that. You know, How do you what, How do you do that?
1: Right, I think it's not just about uh, pump and dump, yeah. uh, regardless of the type of market misconduct. Um, HX Redco, we're always on the lookout for unusual activities that may lead to potential market abuse. Yeah. So in order to help us in doing so, uh, there are three things and three main pillars that we have. Um, the first, uh, we believe in technology, uh, we believe in harnessing technology that aids in our regulatory efforts. So one such a example is um, the implementation of artificial intelligence in our surveillance alerts in 2019. Um, how it worked is that the AI would strip out effect of overseas overnight uh, market news as well as movement. And then, inve- and then our analysts would be able to f- really focus and concentrate our efforts on whatever that's remaining as the truly, as the alerts that truly require attention. Mm -hmm. And that kind of brings us to a second pillar, which is to have the right people um, to look at the range of information, um, be it the corporate developments, uh, industry market trends, as well as macroeconomic factors. And that's to group the alerts Together into various buckets of required action and thereafter follow up if there's any merits for further investigation. So
2: that means at any time there's a share spike, straight away, you sort the, of the computer will just alert you that oh there's a spike then all of you start to investigate it yeah,
1: so that's part of the system it's in part terms of, system. of okay. um, um, in terms of automation in terms of um, alerting when there's any um, unusual price or share, uh, price or volume movements okay, oh, okay, so
0: the system kind of flags it but you still have people looking at it see that is it maybe sometimes it's legitimate that's price right. rise, right, sometimes?
1: That's right. So and, and so it's important for the analyst to look at various information in order to form that kind of analysis mm-hmm. and whether or not there's any further re, uh, action that's required. Also, oh, so, so oh. if
0: there's action to be taken, what kind of action do you guys normally do? Do you suspend the share trading? or you just put out a warning you know.
1: uh, that is under Ajax powers okay. uh, to be able to suspend a stock but I think that's a, a, a bit of a, a further steps uh, okay. down the road um, the, the, the interim steps that we can take is really um, if it involves uh, a company listed company um, in terms of uh, unusual share price or volume movements um, some of the things that we could um, do is things like um, issuing a trading query whenever there's no explainable fa- factors that could um, explain how the share price and the volume movements actually worked. Yeah. I think that is the the main key. You know,
2: mm-hmm. cannot explain. Right. Okay. A lot of times, sometimes you see that the share price suddenly really spike and you, you can't explain, there's no fundamental. Maybe someone
0: just likes the stock. Yeah, I mean, but, <laughs> yeah. but it spiked up too much. Yeah, you know? yeah, you know, yeah. that,
2: that, then you have to be questionable already. Especially right? if yeah. it's like a relatively yeah. illiquid stock.
0: And yeah. then there's one person going, hey, yeah. I like it, I just wanna buy it. And it just yeah. jumps up like no, that. But, but I think
2: <laughs> most people should think this way. But then I think in, what I see in some of the investors that falls into the scam is like when the thing spike, oh, can I make money out of it? That's the wrong mentality, right? Yeah.
0: I guess some people have a very different mindset when yeah. it comes to you know, I, being in the stock market. Yeah. So for us, yeah. it's yeah. just we I want to avoid these things. So I guess um, for people who basically want to avoid pump and dumps and these kind of scams in the stock market, what can they do to protect themselves so that you know they're, never, they're not victims of this?
1: Yeah, I think apart from the public, right, Mm -hmm. um, I I would rather see it as something from the perspective of three key players and, and all kind of have a role to play in this. Uh, first and foremost is the regulator. So at the SX level, uh, we are able to see training activities from our surveillance system and we can match it against user information that we obtain from the central depository system. Mm-hmm. And that actually led to the detection of this telegram um, case. Right? Oh, wow, okay. right? So once a misconduct is identified, we then make a referral to the authorities and we work closely with them for follow-up and enforcement actions if necessary. right? Um, and these referral figures are published on the HX website um, and they are released on a regular basis. The next level that I will talk about is the brokers, which are known officially as the members of our securities market. Um, They are a very important gatekeeper at our marketplace. So over the years, um, through initiatives such as uh, handbooks and guidebooks that includes case studies as well as best practices, as well as supplementing with um, relevant alerts that are triggered at the exchange level, um, we forge a closer working relationship and aims to bring up the, the kind of uh, level of detection at the members' end. And lastly, um, back to your point about the, the investing public, right? Mm-hmm. There are a few warning signs that you can pay attention to. Um, First, um, it's really about investment advisors that come knocking your way, that are not backed by fundamentals you may really want to pay attention to that. Um, Second, uh, significant and substantial share price increases that uh, has no relevant news. Mm -hmm. Um, Like what you say about the not explainable. Mm -hmm. And third, um, there are alerts that are issued by the HHREC Co, which can be found on our our website. Um, Just to name a few, that's the trading queries, as well as trade caution alerts that we issue from time to time uh, when necessary and when required. Um, in addition to that, I think investors can also play their part by taking note of the acronym SCAM, S-C-A-M, oh, okay. <laughs> right? Um, S stands for being skeptical. Mm-hmm. Um, if it looks too good to be true, uh, it probably is, right? Yeah. And it doesn't hurt to just take a pause, have a think, and see whether the investment opportunity that's presented in front of you is that worthwhile worth to go ahead. Um, second is on C, um, to conduct uh, due diligence. Uh, I can't emphasize more important on this, but always do your homework before investing, and when necessary, consult um, advice from the professionals, right? Um, A refers to paying attention to the various warning signs that we have talked about. And lastly, M is to be mindful about your money. I mean, if all else, all the steps failed, um, the last step is really to be mindful about your money because once it's, Wired out or transferred out, you probably can't get it back. All right. Yeah, I think in short, it really takes a collective effort in combat- combating against such scams. Yeah. And really, it thrives on human greed. So if there's anything that you can take away from this, um, it really is to be uh, cautious in terms of your investment decision and never be blindly led by uh, your greed for great profits.
0: Yeah, I think that's a very useful... I mean, I think not just tip, but I guess it's life advice, I guess. When when you're greedy, these things happen, can happen to you. Because if you're not greedy, you really just go like, why should I buy this? You know, it's like, I'm not interested, (laughs) you know? But maybe if you're greedy, you're just more prone to these kind of things. So I think that's really helpful. So SCAM, uh, you guys came up with that scam. Yeah, pretty, I think it's pretty easy to remember. Uh, And of course, like basically, anytime a stock price goes up, you're gonna find out, just ask the question, why? why did it go up and then of course you can go check out sgx uh the links that you basically mentioned whether there's some alerts relating to that company so it's really really useful okay so any kind of other scams that we have you know from your experience in the singapore stock market as well yeah
1: i I think nowadays there are just as many scams as there are scammers out there right like um the popularity of chat groups it makes it even more highly possible and just to name a few and what Victor earlier mentioned, um, they can imitate um, and use names of prominent people, mm-hmm. financial institutions, or even like uh, famous investors. So uh, at this point, I would just like to highlight that at Ashex here, uh, we are not spared uh, either because our company name also it can also get abused. Yeah. Um, But we wish to highlight that that for HGX, we don't collect deposits for investments and we don't provide any stock recommendations. So whenever you are in doubt or need any clarification, uh, feel free to please uh, reach out to us, at hx.com. All right,
0: okay. And can we report any fishy behavior to SGX Redco as well.
1: Well, most certainly, I think as with all other exchanges, uh, there definitely there's an avenue for uh, reporting of any suspicion. And you can do that at our whistleblowing office email, Mm -hmm. which is redco whistleblowing at SGX.com. And um, over here, we treat, um, rest assured that we treat uh, market
0: abuse seriously all right so there is a way to get you let you guys know and i guess go do you, your due diligence as well and, that's yeah, right. and if there's anything there you guys will step in that's right all right yep. so i think that's pretty i think that's pretty useful i mean pump and dump scenarios are not something that's you know it, it's real it happens yeah, around the world around the world yeah. and the most recent one this is just december 2022 uh telegram group chat in singapore uh, happen as well. So, you can lose your money if you're greedy and you fall for these things. Yep. Yep. All right. So, I think that was really, really, very, very helpful. I hope that, you know, if you're afraid of, uh, you know, all these things happening, I think these are really good tips that you can take on board with yourself, you know, how you can prevent that, you know, from happening to yep. you. All right. I think that was a pretty good wrap up, right? Yep. All right. So, my name is Adam. That is Victor. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much, Yoming. You're all the way from SGX Redco to share about your experience and how SGX Redco basically plays his role in, you know, uh, helping us. Uh, look weed out all these scams in the stock market and of course we have to play our part as well so thank you so much for being here and sharing your thoughts and of course uh, if you like this roundtable please hit the like button tell us we're doing a great job any questions about you know pump and dumps you know uh, put them in the comment section and then of course uh, subscribe to the channel when round roundtable is coming up again and we'll love to see you around so thank you so much for young Ming once again and we'll see you around